KC Covers Country. Lots of country artists have been known to create their own lines of liquor. In fact, we've I have actually made a list. It's a video maybe on our Facebook page or YouTube or somewhere. But it's every country artist and like their wine brand or their beer or their whiskey or their tequila or whatever they've got, you know? The video is 30 minutes long. <laughs> it's like 30 <laughs> seconds long. But Morgan Wallen is doing something I've never seen before and I really can appreciate it. He's just announced a major partnership with The Real Company, which they create iced tea Zero sugar iced tea, all natural ingredients, nothing artificial. Okay. Because you know how sweet tea is. Like, there can be bricks <laughs> of sugar in it. I feel like this is a regional thing. I know it's made in Alabama, but I don't think it's something that you can really find in St. Louis at this point. Yeah. I think they're trying to expand. I know Morgan Wallen just signed on as an investor for the real company, so hopefully they can make it national. Um, they've got flavors like peach and lemon and OG green tea and raspberry, and it's all made with polyphenol, polyphen, polyphenols, polyphenol, whatever <laughs> technology, which basically means they're doing it without all the crazy sugar and bad ingredients. That sounds that sounds very lab grown to me. And well, <laughs> no, I know that I think the polyphenols are are natural. I'm saying I'm not the scientist, <laughs> but Morgan Wallen seems to know what he's talking about. It's Morgan Wallen. I'm excited to announce that I'm working with The Real Company. They do iced tea better than anyone else. And man, does this bring me back to my childhood days. I love this. We know Morgan Wallen reps being a Tennessee native really hard, so I can appreciate that he's doing something different, but still like true to his roots. Yeah, I think this is good. It's good. It's good because it's not typical, like you said. Exactly. We we will harp on country artists all the time for coming out with their doing new that bar. Same things. Cool. You you got a bar? If you're a country artist and you don't have a bar, what are you doing? Um, but most people will, like you said, go with the whiskey, the bourbon, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Obvious I like that choices. he's going with the with the sweet tea. That's awesome. And I also kind of think that this is a good choice for him because you know he got in so much trouble back a few years ago and um, was seen in a negative light at all these bars in Alabama and places. So I think that maybe he is trying to reach a broader audience by saying, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be an alcohol. Maybe it doesn't have to be a bar. Maybe it can be something that anybody can have anytime. Yeah. Sweet tea and go-karts. Sweet tea and go-karts. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Remy and Casey. Every once in a while off the air, we'll have these conversations and they get a little weird from time to time. Yesterday, we started talking about what if country artists offered products that they don't already offer? Like the way that everybody's got a brand of liquor, the way everybody's got a tequila or a wine or a whatever. Yeah. What if we act, what if they were doing something different that made a little more sense to them? Exactly. Casey, would you like to go first? Sure. I think it is time that Kane Brown has a collaboration with Waze or Google Maps (laughs) so he will never get lost again. He's been known to do so. You harp on me for giving him crap about that still. It just seems like it just seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, at least be a be one of those celebrity voices that you can you can yeah, program on. That, I can, that like yeah. like I'm sorry, Kane can be the voice coming out of my Google Maps. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have anything else? I have more. You go one ahead. Okay, I'll go on. Uh Carrie Underwood. I feel like Carrie has mastered the art of the fitness fashion. She's already got her fitness brand called Kalia. 
So this would be an easy pivot. Trendy underwear, huge right now. This time, something for men, the total package called Overwood. A new brand of men's boxer briefs. <laughs> Carrie Underwood with Overwood. I can just see like the logo. It's just Overwood, period. And then just dudes in boxer briefs everywhere. I wish she would lean into that. Man, I wouldn't. I have Tyler Hubbard should put stakes into 92.3 WIL, maybe some investments, <clears throat> because our parent company is obviously called Hubbard. Ah! It's in the name. Maybe they're related and we didn't even know it. They're not. I've looked it up. Oh. I know. So you think Tyler Hubbard should own radio stations? Uh, no, I think, well, I think he should at least invest in some, <laughs> you know. And then, then he could really control how much of his music hits the radio. That's true. I don't know if it's legal now that I talk about that. Well, I mean, if you own a radio station, you can play whatever you want. He could play himself just all the time. I also have that Brett Young should have his own line of anti-aging lotion and potion products for men so that everyone can look young. Brett Young. Oh, that's good. You know? I like that. Uh, my last one is for Morgan Wallen. <clears throat> we all know he's got that sweet tea coming out, but how about something more specific? When your job relies on your voice... Morgan Mist. Morgan Mist? It's a misting spray for your throat so you can still get on stage and sing for all your sold out shows. Oh my gosh. Lube those chords with Morgan Mist. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's out there. That exists. I'm telling you, he, he would, uh, he'd be out there. He does need his own brand of that. It's I also like, said Miranda Lambert should have her own line of like Kleenex or handkerchief. So, um, you know, mm. she can rep that when she's crying on stage every night. Always, every single time. Hey, if you think you've uh, got a product for a country artist, Garth's Gators, that's always one of our go-tos. Still waiting on him to come through with that. I think he should just have a brand called Girth. <laughs> Kentucky native Carly Pierce was just asked to do the most Kentucky thing you can possibly think of. She was invited to sing at this year's Kentucky Derby. Let's go! She'll be singing the national anthem at the historic Churchill Downs on May 6th. That's really coming up. I am always a little, what's the word? Like I have mixed feelings about it because I love the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Give me a fat hat. Give me a fat Mint julep, give me a fat list of horses to bet on. You ever actually I, had a mint julep? Yeah, I love them. Okay. But I don't like the horse racing aspect, you know what I mean? Like, there's still that part of me that's like, yeah, I don't know how much the horse loves that. The From a, like, a humanitarian Right, of, exactly. Yeah, people, yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited for Carly Pierce because I, she's originally from a town called Taylor Mill, which is on the Kentucky side of Cincinnati, and it's been a huge couple years for her. I mean, she just won her first Grammy this year. She's got multiple CMTs and CMAs. She said that she was with a news reporter recently who asked if she'd ever consider going to the Derby. And that's when Carly said, you know, I've never been, but if you know someone, you can pass my name along. And then the word spread and the head of the Derby personally called her himself to ask if she'd like to sing the national anthem. I just feel like the head of the Derby is like, hello, Carly Pierce, would you like to sing at this year's Derby? That's how I imagined it too. So we've got a list of the horses already. Oh, already. Uh, Forte is favored to win. I haven't looked at this list yet, but it's always fun to to look at the the horse names. Yeah. Slip Mahoney. <laughs> Rocket Can. There's so many horses. 
Instant coffee. I love that. Instant coffee. <laughs> Don't get it is another one. Uh, disarm. Bourbon bash. Where do they come up with this stuff? Arctic arrogance and angel of empire. There's so many horses here, but that's that's a Kentucky Derby. Carly goes on to say it's one of the most re- one of the most well recognized events in our culture. And being from that state, I don't know how many Kentuckians have ever sang the anthem, but I can be one of the few. So if you are planning on watching the Kentucky Derby on May sixth, she will be singing it. Tyler Hubbard's giving us an inside look at how a song sounds the day they record it versus the one that we actually get to play. So Tyler Hubbard took his solo career by storm with singles like Dancing in the Country, but songs don't just sound that way the day that they make them. Uh We know that. Tyler Hubbard actually called up Keith Urban to help him out when it comes to making this song. And if you take a listen, you can actually hear Keith on the track. I don't know how a Keith Urban song could ever flop, but here, let me show you. Let's see. Keith was doing what he does so well and just bringing this song to life. Everybody brought their A game to the table and we left with a great song. We kind of high-fived it out. They high-fived it out and then they had a single. Tyler's giving his fans an inside look at how that song sounded the day that they recorded it um, before, you know, it was mastered and produced to be a single on the radio. So here's how it sounds. You can hear Keith mainly on the track. song, but you can tell it's not exactly the same. Right? Whereas that's what we know. I think they took out the top harmony part. This is one of my favorite things about music is the creation of it at this level. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. What did it sound like when they were working it out in that room? Right. Tyler kind of goes through it and he's like, you know, I'm sitting here writing the lyrics and I'm like, like he knew that he knew how it had to go, but he didn't know what the words were. Meanwhile, Keith Urban's in a corner with his guitar just shredding away as he does. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what witnessing that is like. Yeah, we've uh, we've, you know, discussed this with many artists before. Like, where does a song begin? Where do you start with a title? Do you start? It's every song is different. Right. Every single song is inspired from a different place. My only note, I think Keith Urban should be on this song with him. I think that would be awesome. That's kind of why they released this to the people, and it's out now, so you can go listen to the demo version featuring Keith Urban. I love it. I know. I love it. And now now when Tyler Hubbard opens for Keith Urban at some point on tour, that's the song they come out together to. See? Uh, Remy out here. I'm just writing these. Calling out the future. (laughs) We'll see. You can see Tyler Hubbard in St. Louis. He's going to be at Ballpark Village on June 23rd, but you can also try and win those tickets today at 8 a.m. whenever we play the big three. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg. New Tellurides are in stock at Offenberg Kia in Shiloh. This person kick-started Chris Jansen's career by being a jerk. Chris Jansen recently revealed that his first enemy was actually his music teacher back in school. And artists, they will always credit their music teachers for getting them to where they are today, but usually in like a gracious way. Mm-hmm. Or well, Chris Jansen, he's not afraid to tell the story about how a teacher lit a different kind of fire beneath him. When I was a kid, I was in music class and I flunked. The, and the music teacher, this is this is going to blow you away, but the music teacher told me I was stupid, but she used the word stupid 
because I couldn't I couldn't read music and I still can't read music to this day. And after that, Chris Jansen said he had something to prove and made an entire career out of making music and still not knowing how to read it. Yeah, that's uh, I feel like that's a lot of artists that can't read music, but are superstars, you know. And I feel like that's a lot of stories mm-hmm. where somebody when I don't know, maybe you were little like Chris Jansen was or just like starting out. And when somebody told, you, no, it really hit you somewhere deep or told like that they didn't have any faith that you could get it done. It hits you somewhere deep. And suddenly you're like, actually, I will do it. And I'll be thinking of you the yeah. entire time when I succeed. I'll be thinking of you. He goes on to say that how we speak to children makes a huge impact on the type of people they become. And he wants to be an advocate for encouragement, no matter how different everyone is, or if it takes a little more effort to understand where each other comes from. Something that I don't like in general is when people make rules for other people just because they can, because everybody has their own way of doing things in life. Whether you write songs different, whether you sing different, whether you look, talk, walk, act, wherever you come from different. Unfortunately, that teacher definitely came from Missouri though since he was living in where St. Jen or or St. Somewhere down there. Somewhere down by St. Jen at that time. Yeah and and what's funny uh, Chris always has something more to say. Whenever you interview him, he's not just he's not just going to give you a straight answer. He's going to go deeper. He's going to make you think. He's going to inspire you. To Chris it is not a sentence. It no. is a paragraph. <laughs> exactly. Let's unpack this right away. Let's now. unpack everything. Morgan Wallen's little vocal issue is turning into a much bigger problem than he anticipated. On Sunday, he suddenly canceled his performance minutes before he was set to take the stage at Ole Miss, and he called off his show due to claims of losing his voice. We mentioned this on Monday, but it just keeps getting more detailed. We keep like learning more things. So I found out that all three of his opening acts did perform. They got three hours into the show before he put the signs up on the screens that said he didn't have a voice, which was our first question on Monday. Yeah. Also, refunds would be available. Keep that in mind. The very next day, a fan who attended the show sued Morgan Wallen for breach of contract and negligence in a class action lawsuit. They mentioned points like having to pay for a babysitter for the night, driven hours, booked an overnight hotel stay, all the expenses that go into having that big night. And the fan felt that Morgan's team should have filled in the crowd hours before they actually did. Mm -hmm. The story, of course, continues to escalate over the past few days when a video of a security guard working the concert told fans that Morgan hadn't lost his voice but was too intoxicated to perform. Yeah. So I'm learning now... Morgan has postponed his next three upcoming shows, made another statement that says he is advised to stay on vocal rest, but it seems here that there are the Remy's and there are the Casey's. <laughs> I immediately said this. When when this announcement came out and he canceled the show however many minutes before he was supposed to go on, I was like, you, he was drunk. Like he had, to, he had to have been drinking and he wasn't in a state that he could sing in, but they're calling it vocal whatever. And then that security guard said something. But I know that the the management company that manages all those security guards is like, nah, it's not it's not real. He's right. ju- he's lying or whatever. We'll ne- we'll probably never know the truth here, 
and I'm, people can speculate. I'm falling under benefit of the doubt side. I think that we hear a lot about this. It usually happens to like one artist every few years where they have to go on vocal rest because they're performing so much they lose their voice. And I just, I don't know that he would go to the lengths of canceling three shows following yeah. just to keep up with a lie. It feels like that security guard thought he was like cool guy in the building and was just saying some I don't know. Things. I don't know. Lots of money. Morgan doesn't make it easy to stick up for him in this that's, case, though. That's true. Do you remember uh, this happened back in, in 2020? And this was a totally different time. But he, uh, they canceled his performance on Saturday Night Live because he wasn't wearing a mask at a party the night before or something. Yeah, everyone remember that? remembers that. Yeah. So, th- I mean, this, I guess he wasn't this wearing a mask at a bar in Alabama. And he, there were videos going around of him kissing every girl there. Yeah. And this yeah, yeah. was COVID. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we will never... No, unless there are like multiple accounts that come out after like going one way or the other. We'll never actually know. But I as a as a fan, as a as a country music fan, that would be very hard to be like, all right, we're at the climax of the show. Morgan Wallen's about ready to come out. Oh, and vocals. Yeah. Which you probably would have known a little bit before that. You know what I mean? I think that's that's people's biggest argument is right. how did they you could not have said know? so hours beforehand. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people comparing it to the show where Luke Holmes lost his voice and he went on and he told the crowd like, hey, I don't have a voice tonight, so I need you to sing as loud as possible. And they essentially did the show when he didn't sound great. He didn't sing much at all. But I think fans still appreciated that. I think these are apples and oranges. But I I mean, like you said, no one will really know the truth. So good luck to him. Hopefully this lawsuit goes nowhere. (laughs) And uh, you can see the rest on our Facebook page. Casey covers country.